That was a while ago. Are you actually next to a fucking um, microphone? Yeah, I'm next to a microphone. Then uh, why do you keep disappearing into the distance? You know? Oh, because bending over to click a button to see when the last time we podcasted was July. It was July. Yeah. I was in Saudi. I was leaving Saudi because the reason we haven't done a podcast is I then, what I basically did was I, I had a crate that I could ship stuff back to Holland paid for by the company. And so I put all my heavy shit in that crate, including my Yeti microphone and headphones and stuff like that. And I only picked them up about three or four weeks ago when I drove to, I rented a big van and drove to Holland and picked everything up and I closed the Dutch chapter on my life, closed, done, not gone back, which was great. So yeah, this has been yeah. the first podcast since then. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, so let's, let's start off with news of the week. I've got a, I've got a fucking beauty for you. All right. I love beauties. Your feel good story of the day. Ah, okay. I, I saw this, uh, and I thought I have to, I have to lead with this one on, um, on the, uh, on the podcast from running magazine <laughs> and I'm not a runner, but, uh, <laughs> This popped up on my feed. Here's the headline. God. In China, okay. Chinese man runs a three-hour, 28-minute marathon while chain-smoking. <laughs> and they got a couple of photos of him. And in the first photo, in the first photo, he's, he's got a fag hanging out of his mouth with smoke coming out, and he, in his right hand, he's clutching a gold lighter okay. and in the second photo he's lighting another one up um uh three hours and 28 minutes is pretty respectable time for a uh a marathon yeah um he he finished 574th overall out of nearly 1500 runners um that's well, like he's top third. 50, 50 years old <laughs> So all I can say is that Gen X, Gen X wins again. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many Zoomers and millennials he smoked in that race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll send you a link to this, but it's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, but there's the, there's the Chinese social media site called Weibo. Many on Weibo shared their frustration that Chen was allowed to smoke during the race. Quote, allowed. this type of behavior should be banned from the race, one commented. I feel bad for the runners, runners around him, said another. <laughs> well, I feel bad that you morons exist because this guy is the coolest man in China. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> His name is Uncle Chen. Oh, that's great. Not just Chen, Uncle Chen. Uncle Chen. <laughs> And they said, surely it's a Guinness World Record, but there right. is no Guinness World Record for fastest marathon while choking, chain smoking. So Uncle Chen set it. There we go. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Oh, I've left the best bit for last. All right. It gets better. This is great. One anecdotal report notes that Chen apparently only smokes when he runs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I mean, this is just this is this is great on so many levels. It is. Oh gosh, so many. Oh, I really need a pack of cigarettes. I know. This, yes. <laughs> this is making me want to smoke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So there you yes. go. There's our. Uh, there's your feel-good story of the uh, of the day. Can I post links through Phone? I can't. Can I do that? Chat. Oh, there's chat. A chat. Yeah, you I can. can. You can send me the link in the chat. There we go. There you go. Oh, you can you can have a look at. Um... Does that come through uh, for you? Not yet. Uh, maybe I did it wrong. Hang on. Or there Sorry it that. is. Got it. Or it's just technology sucks. It could be either of those. I forgot that I named myself Biggest Dickus. You are That's Biggest my Dickus. Name yes. on Fiend Phone. Yeah. It is the biggest dickus. Anyway, open that link. Check out the photos of Uncle Chen. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll put this link in the show notes. I think we'll have to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not one of those people who doesn't put links in the show notes. Nah. If if anything, you put too many links in your show notes. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> that's great isn't that great that's fantastic oh. i mean there's your feel good story of the week that one i tell you what you know with the world falling to pieces uncle chen can still smoke a pack of marlboro reds while running a marathon yes yeah? the guy behind him does look a little bit concerned but i would say you know if the guy smoking in front of you or behind whatever bothers you either speed up or slow down a little bit I mean, come on. Well, if you're you... outside, for fuck's sake, harden the fuck up. And you, and listen, you don't run marathons for your health. <laughs> no, for God's not, sake. No, you. I really mean, the don't. first guy, the first guy who did a marathon killed over and died. <laughs> Too bad the rest of them didn't. After that, well, except for Uncle Chen, yeah. he's okay. Uncle Chen, we don't want Uncle Chen to kill over and die. Uncle Chen's a legend. Guy, he'll probably anyway. live to be a hundred ten or something. Exactly. You know, and people will be saying, oh, you shouldn't smoke, you know, it'll be bad for you. You know, you could die. Uh-huh. Okay. So I, um, I saw that you, um, you, uh, I listened to your podcast and I never Whoa, listened to podcasts. I know. Holy shit. I listened to your podcast uh, the other day uh, on your response to my article on the slight counter argument to those on our side who took the vax and seemed to have a small issue with those of us who Ah, didn't. Yes. And I have to say that uh, a lot of your talking points were really good and I wish that I'd included those sort of things in my original article. Especially, so for those, those who don't know, I wrote an article a week or so ago, basically saying that, you know, I called it our sweet victory over science, which was tongue in cheek, because we know that they're going to go on with, you know, I love science until the end right. of days. You know, that's, that, that, that was that was that was a sarcastic title, but I don't think anyone got it. You know, sometimes sarcasm falls a bit flat. But basically, uh, there was this Ad- Atla- Atlantic article which came out where the left is trying to walk back the whole <laughs> vax thing, you know, can we just agree to move on and forget about it, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I took that to task. And then some moron commenter over at uh, Severian's blog had a bit of a go at me. 
And so I had to go back, didn't I? Yes. Um, and um, what um, what I, you didn't get was what he wrote on the site because he went he went around crying on Sev's site, crying to the heavens. Uh, and I'm supposing most people who who are listening to this podcast have know what the background is. So I'm not going to go into more fucking background. If you don't know the background, well, you know, go fuck yourself. That's all I can say. Uh, his name is Mouse. Uh, this is what he wrote over uh, on Sev's site. I encourage others to check out Adam's, quote, calm and measured, unquote, response on his blog. Now, I know that my title of my previous article, The Sarcasm on That, was missed. But surely if I write... I've written a calm and measured response to you where I'm anything but. It's pretty obvious that I'm taking the piss. But this this guy's obviously got, you know, the, the sense of humour of, of, of a leftist. That's all I could say. Uh, he goes on. It perfectly illustrates my judgment that not everyone can adopt the advice I was taught as a Dominican. Oh, my God. Quote, never deny, seldom affirm, always distinguish, unquote. And in brackets, all right, you are a boring, shitless bastard and everyone knows it. <laughs> he goes on. He, ironically, he wasn't the principal target of my initial ire. Right, but right. if the shoe fits, he can wear it. He Charles just... <laughs> Hayes, Haywood's thesis that Aino will devolve by fractionalization is probably right. And it's good to be reminded that not every dissident will be an alley in the aftermath. Heil Hitler, comrades. <laughs> that, that last bit I just added on myself. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I love that he also left a comment on my blog. I don't know if you saw that one, but he said the other, the same thing basically. He's like, I wasn't having a go at you, Adam. It's just like, well, yes, you were. Right. You were. You, you were. You yeah, were, you were. You were. I agree with the substance of what he's written, but it surfaces an attitude I hear more and more. You, you quoted me. Yeah. Fuck, these people are morons. Right. Now I'm looking at it right But anyway, now. I yeah. liked... I liked I liked your take on it, um, especially around what you said about these guys basically coming from a, 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 a foundation of fear. They got the jab because they were afraid of the virus. They got the jab because they were afraid of authorities. And now that it's all going to shit, they're afraid of what's going to happen to them and they're also afraid of people calling them out. These people just live in fear, don't they? Absolutely. I think that's yeah. a that's a huge motivator for whatever we want to call them. I mean, there's those of us who, yeah, there's people who live life out of fear all the time, and there's those of us who don't, who just understand you take your chance sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought I thought your take was excellent, and I encourage others to go and listen to that podcast. Um, and uh, going forward, I just don't know what to do with these people. Right. I mean, I I, I discussed this, I think, somewhat. I it's you know, ultimately, I said when ultimately we can't trust them. Ultimately, no. I think anyone who got vaxxed at some point, and it may be you know, not far down the road, or it might be way down the road, but at some point they're, they will turn on us if they become sufficiently afraid. 
And at yeah. some point, they will become sufficiently afraid. Because I said on my podcast many moons ago when this all started that, you know, all the idiots were coming out. Oh, just get the vaccine. This isn't the hill to die on. And I said, no, this is the hill to die on. This is it. Yes. This, this is yeah, it. This was it. You get- and if you couldn't spot that. Yeah. I mean, the thing the thing about these guys is they profess to be on our side of the divide, right? Exactly. So they had at the time, they had all our talking points. They had all our arguments. Right. And they still went ahead and did it. So their untrustworthiness is on an epic of scale level infinitely higher than anyone anyone on the left. Yes, yes, you're completely right about that. Because, yeah, the leftists did what leftists do. But, right, when they say, well, yeah, we're on your side, well, then, because I, I actually never thought about what you just said. But, yeah, if they were claiming to be on our side, then they were exposed to our ideas and our takes and, you know, everyone who is sending out the links to this and that and whatever. And, yeah, they chose to ignore all of that and side with the enemy. And that's why I call them traitors. Because yeah. they're traitors, as far as I'm concerned. They are traitors. And and, and I want to be clear here. If you just got the vax and you're not a lefty and you're not on our side of the divide, uh, I, I don't call myself on the right anymore. I just call it on our side of the divide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you were just some poor schmuck in the middle who didn't have the information that we had moving around. Uh, along this, well, well, that's what you got to do. I, I feel for those people. But for guys like, oh, wow, wow. By the way, you, uh, oh, lovely. We lost him. <clears throat> Hang on. on my side says he's <clears throat> i can hear you oh there he is he's Hagen. back said you were connected i can hear you the whole time man i can hear right. you the whole time yeah we lost you there okay Repeat. this is your point by the way you, you didn't get my little um acronym there uh on the piece that i wrote when i wrote now nobody commenting either here or over at serves a leftist apart from the feds who like to monitor what we're up to and like to shut down my blog on regular occasions. And in brackets, I wrote, hi, feds, and then G-D-I-A-G-F. Yeah, no, I did Which stands for... Lay it on me. Because you obviously don't know. No, no, I don't. Go die. Go die in a grease fire. Ah. All right. Well, I'm not good at getting acronyms, and I'm not good at getting satire. Oh, okay. All my listeners know. I don't think... I can, I I can completely not distinguish satire. I don't know. But listen, the average, the average, the average smoke, like I was, um, this morning I got online and immediately I saw all this stuff about Poland being hit by a couple of missiles and a couple of Polish civilians being mm-hmm. killed. And straight away, all the stuff was up on Gab and blogs like Smoothies and, and the Larry Johnson's just like, well, it's obviously... This is a this is a thirty year old missile. Only the Ukrainians have this. Here's the shot. Blah blah blah. Okay, all right. So the Ukrainians have off their own bat tried to do a false flag. I go down to the local bar, and in the Gazzetta dello Sport, which is the huge pink Italian newspaper on sport, at the at the back of it they've got a few nods towards um, current affairs, and in huge letters, Russia fires missile on Poland. Right. <laughs> Right. 
So obviously wrong, obviously fake news. But if you're average Joe Smo and you don't go to Gab, you don't go to Smoothie X, you don't go to Larry Johnson, you don't go to places like ours, right. then you go, oh, oh. okay, Paul, Russia, Russia yeah. fired a couple of uh, missiles on Poland. Oh, fucking hell. Those oh, Russians yeah. are getting crazy, yeah? Oh, they're literally Nazis. Yeah, they're literally, literally. Heil Hitler. Um, but... Um, so those guys are the guys who took the vax because that's all they've got. They they right. haven't got the other the other inputs, you know. But okay, but, but you know what? So here and and here's my counterpoint to that though is all of these people think they're really intelligent, and we live in this world where everybody thinks they? they're a genius because they can do Google they? anything. I think if you asked any of them, "Are you intelligent?" I think most of them would say yes. And see, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I've been spoiled because I live in Europe and and they're not <laughs> arrogant like Americans are. But yeah, if I be. go to my down to my local bar here mm-hmm. in the little mountains in Italy, and they got the mountain dudes and all the rest, of it, and they're lovely guys. But right. if I if I if I go, do you think you're really really intelligent? Most of them will go, no. Nah, they'll be quite embarrassed by that. Well, all right, mountain guys, I could see that. I guess when I'm the people I'm thinking about are. Your average middle-class American white people with four years of college. They all think oh they're geniuses. The, they're the, the ones with the one the 110 IQs. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And so yeah. you know, we could say, well, they didn't really know. But the thing is, they think they know. And that's in my three points about this. The first one being fear. The second one, I think the second one or the third one, was just stupidity. Because they think they know. They think they understand what a vaccine is. They think, they really think that you can develop and test a vaccine in six months and that it's going to be proven because they think science it, proves things they think it it's wasn't proven even six months, safe like you yeah. have to be you ha- that's one of those things that i say you have to go to college to be stupid enough to believe that your mountain yeah, men yeah. would never believe that a vaccine can be developed and proven safe in six months they would look at you and they may not be able to tell you why but they would know that's not true White well, person, four most... years of college, yeah, they they'll fall for it because it's on CNN. No, I think it's a bit different. The mountain guys, most of them, I've only met one other guy up here who hasn't taken the vax so far. Really? Holy. Uh, the Italians really got hit with it hard, man. I think most of the population mm. took the vax. It's really unfortunate because they. I think oh. there were the the countries that had the most pressure were Italy and Australia, from what I can make out. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but. Um, they 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 took it though, but they don't they, they they just try to forget about it. They're not they're not trying to cover their tracks or it's just like it happened, the shit went down, they went along, they rolled up their sleeve like everyone else told them to do, that was it, and then they got on with their lives and don't want to think about it anymore. Yeah, they they're not they're not harping on about it. Right. I think that's okay. the big difference. Yeah. Hmm. Um I think the guys like the mouse guy who got so uppity with me, I mean, they've, it's not that they've got a chip on their shoulder, but they've, they've got a massive guilty conscience, obviously, and it just sticks out a mile. Um, but they're just inherently untrustworthy, and, um, and I don't want them anywhere near me. So, you know, I'll keep calling them out when I see them. I think that's the right thing to do. Anyway. I concur. But, 
It was uh, it was a, an interesting few days on the old blog. <laughs> lost, I lost a few subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you are, over target again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My subscriber count goes up and down like a nympho on speed. But uh, anyway, there you get there. But uh, how, how's things been with you, oh, great one, over there in the United States of Americas? Uh, you know, I'm just kind of cruising along. I mean, work is good. Hiking with Cappy every now and then. Yeah, Cappy the sent me a photo of you hiking with him and you were holding a ridiculous pole. Well, that was, that was, a, oh, sorry, uh, the hike, sorry, <clears throat> thought you meant a different pole. The hiking stick, yes. Well, it's not really a stick, is it? Well, no. Well, it's defined. I mean, it's more like a quarterstaff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the point. Well, it looks kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know, does it? Yes! Why? <laughs> I, had a whole ex I had a whole exchange with Cappy taking the piss out of you. Didn't he share it with you? No. Oh, okay. Cappy doesn't share. Right. And he was like, at, at, the end, at the end, Cappy said, it's, it, uh, the great one brings us along to defend himself from mountain lions. And I was like, I thought in the United States of America, you've all got guns. <laughs> well, Cappy's the gunner. He's got the gun. You're not a gunner? Uh, not when I'm hiking. I don't, have a, I don't have a hiking pistol yet. I need to work on that. That's one of my agenda items. Oh, okay. But you're, you're safely ensconced in South Dakota. Yes, for the moment. Man. You know, until right. things and change. And how's it going? Eh. Well, yeah. Well, you can't go much north from there before running into Canada, and they've basically gone full communist, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, speaking of guns, I think, I think they banned handgun sales entirely. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they've gone total. Yeah. Down. And then I, I read a piece where they the Canadian police were coming across the border into the U.S. in plain clothes to monitor gun shows and take down Canadian driving licenses. Ooh. Uh, Canadian number plates. Right, right. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like something they do. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Which is all perfectly fine, of course, yeah. in a in a totalitarian society. Um, of course, you've had your elections over there, which is it's just it's just been okay. absolutely hilarious for me. And the only way I can describe this November U.S. election is the Peanuts cartoon with Lucy and the football and Charlie Brown. That that's the only thing. <laughs> that's every that's election. The only, no, but it's like this. This one will be. This one will be fair, really. This one will be fair. Right. This time, this this election will be fair. Don't don't, don't worry about all the other elections that okay. obviously haven't been fair. You know, this this one will be fair. Ah, oh, oh, I got you again. Yeah, the red wave was coming. Hey. So yeah. that's what we heard. All the buildup, all the Republicans. The red wave is coming, and there was, of course, no red wave whatsoever. But. And I, yeah. I actually did my post-election podcast where we looked at the exit polls. And you'll be shocked to know, you couldn't have guessed this, that 88% mm. of black women vote Democrat. No. Shocked. What about, um, what about single white women with a college education? You know, I didn't find anything that broken down in detail. 
But right. white women were, what was it, 660? Eh, white women were slightly more Republican than Democrat. The one I found the most surprising was American Indians. More of them voted Democrat than I mean, more of them voted Republican than Democrat. Mm-hmm. All the other groups, you know, your what you instinctively <clears throat> think is what happened. Well, I think I think I think the fact there is that when the Democrats cheated, they they cheated on certain demographics. So obviously, they forgot about the American Amer- Indians because the demographic is so small. So the American <laughs> Indian demographic is probably accurate, whereas other demographics probably are not. I would say that not many black women in America turn out to vote, probably because they can't squeeze their way out the front door. Mm. So I would say that a lot of those votes would be fallacious. Yeah? Well, you can't vote for Uh, male. So a lot of the big Well, like I said, like I said, a lot of those votes would be fallacious. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the whole thing, though, that people are even looking at this as if it was even going to be in any form legitimate. Do right. you remember back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s where there'd be a, an election in Africa and the, the American yes. mon- election monitors would yes. be there? Yes, oh, yes. You know? Looking over you know, shoulders. What I, would really, and... what I would really like to see... Oh. Oh, yes. In the next presidential election yes. in the US is Nigerian election <laughs> monitors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nigerian and Zimbabwe. I don't know. Yeah. And Uganda. And Uganda. Uganda ah, yes. Yeah. Are, ah, yes. Yes. We are here to see yeah, if, if oh. this is the truth or not. <laughs> that, yeah. I think I think even better yet I'd like to see I'd like to see monitors from Afghanistan, China and Russia. Oh, and Iran. Iran, yes. That would be good. That'd be that fantastic. Would be good. Yeah. 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 And I mean all And Saudi Arabia. Yes. They don't even have elections there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hell, then I trust them more than anyone. Because if they don't have elections, then they've never had a corrupt election. So they would see everything that's going on and they'd be like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Because they'd be so far out of the system. See what I'm saying? That's the most yeah. That's the most neutral point of view you could get. Yes, uncorrupted. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would just look at the yeah. whole thing and be like, what the hell is going on here? They'd go back to their country and start developing nuclear weapons just to nuke us because they'd be so terrified of our stupidity. Well, they should be. They should, they should be. be. You know. Um, I was actually I was going to write a piece this week, but uh, I've been a little bit. I, I go through periods now with a blog where I'll post for like four or five days in a row, and then I won't. I won't even look at it for ten days. I'm like, ah, I can't be fucked. Right. And in that ten days, I'll have. Ah, uh, you know, thoughts will pop up. Oh, I could start write something about this, and uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the ones that popped up into my head was um, was the fact that uh, America is basically for the last forty years, or even longer, longer. It's got to be longer. Uh, Sixty years around the world has been the main state sponsor of terrorism. Um, if you look at ISIS, that was a CIA uh, front. 
you go through all through all of the the terrorist things like the the red brigade in italy in the 70s that was a cia front the german one that was cia front blah, blah, blah. and right now up to ukraine and all the stuff that's going on over there and and i thought about the whole uh, left uh, projection thing you know projection and deflection so what they what they call it is the opposite of what it is you know so the the so going back to the french revolution after the french revolution there was the enlightenment and of course it was the opposite of that you know mm -hmm. uh, and you go through everything blah 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 but so the left uh, the america's big war on terror from 2001 just meant well we can do a war on everyone right you know because because the us is the is are the terrorists you know it's like having a war on drugs well but we're the ones bringing in the drugs with the same right. <laughs> right. of course. you know yeah it's like uh you know the, the war on poverty well yeah but you know well, we're, we're siphoning poverty, all that yeah. money through yeah yeah it's like it's like that whole crypto thing ftx thing that's gone down over the last week i don't know if you've seen that mm, have I, you been following that at all i have not oh okay well basically You've got a um, crypto um, uh, desk a trading site, FTX, which has basically turned out that all of the CEOs in inverted commas, one of them was this 27-year-old chick. No. Uh, her, all of them have been parachuted in to the role, so they're all fronts. All of them are Jews, every single one. You're not allowed to notice that, mm, of course. Okay. I didn't see um, that. No. Now, keep in mind that Enron, remember when it, the yeah. shit with Enron that went down? Yeah. So that was 20, Enron was 23 billion US dollars, okay? Um, and that was a pretty big deal at the time. Uh, FTX is turning out to be over three times the size of that, okay? And... What FTX was doing was it was a money money laundering front for the for for the corrupt politicians in the U.S., both Democrat and Republican, the whole lot of them. So what they were mm -hmm. doing was, so the the House in the in the the U.S. Congress would say uh, ten billion more U.S. dollars for the Ukraine, right? Okay. Okay. So the ten billion dollars goes to the Ukraine. Then Zelensky invests X amount of that hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars into FTX, okay? Mm -hmm. And then FTX backdoors it straight back into the pockets of those in government in the United States. And it's all traceable because blockchain is traceable. That's how it's all coming out. Right. They thought it was untraceable. It's like, oh, we'll just move crypto right. around and no, <laughs> one, no one will notice. <laughs> All right. I thought it was untraceable. That's so funny. Fucking hell, man. So, uh, but this is, I get this feeling like, I just get the feeling like all the shit's coming together at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all going down. I mean, how many Americans, all right. What's the general feel there on the street on the average Joe, the same Joe who would believe what he reads in the newspapers as to elect election integrity now in the US? Hmm. Well, I couldn't really say. I 
no, no one talks. I haven't. No one has talked about the elections. Like no one I work with. I, I played poker the other night. Nobody said a word. I've, is I've, that unusual in of itself? Like in previous elections, would people be talking about it? You know, not so much midterm elections. I think that is fairly typical, actually. Okay. Because I'm wondering how the average Joe is now looking at the whole political process in the US and mm -hmm. if he's coming to the realization that the whole... I mean, they're just outwardly cheating now. Right. They're openly openly rigging it mm -hmm. well they did it in 2000 <laughs> what am i saying the funny thing is they've still got the inquests into the 2000 <laughs> election still going still on going, right and they've just done two years later they've just done the whole thing all over again what are they going to do hang on we still need to finish this one yeah we'll, we'll just get to the uh, we'll, just we'll get to that one soon no no they'll <laughs> just totally ignore this one it won't even matter I was, was going to say, maybe I should take a look and see what the voter turnout was this time compared to previous. Yeah, but, but you ultimately, can't, you can't, it can't trust you can't, it because it's all fake that. anyway. Right. It's and all I, fake. Yeah. And, and this again, this is what I said in my post-election podcast about this. I said, look, it, it kind of doesn't matter because it is all fake at this point, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we were just making fun of this, you know, and you were saying that. But the thing about the exit polls that I was reading is that in theory, you know, I wasn't there, but these are actual exit polls where you're asking someone, how did you vote? Now, that person can, of course, lie, and probably many of them did, but, you know, I would trust that more than I trust the actual so-called official results because I don't think, I, I don't think anyone's even, at this point, no one's even counting ballots. Like the idea that you're like in Colorado, I would vote by mail and I'd fill out the thing and throw it in the box. The idea that someone is opening that envelope and counting all of those. No, they already know the outcome. They, they just take the ballots and they delete the hard drive and they throw the paper in the trash and they announce some numbers. Yeah, there's there's nothing there of substance. It's just I think Which, it's just pure blatant. But in, in in previous years, up to up to four years ago or six years ago, they were at least going through the charade that it was legit. Right. Now they're not. Now they're openly, openly. I mean, uh, I flaunting. I mean, I, I stayed away from the whole election thing over the last week. I, I just wasn't interested. Right. But even staying away, I still managed to catch videos of, of, of in-house cameras which are there at the count polling places, which the people working there must know are there, and they're still bringing in bags of dummy votes right under As I don't care. No. Well, yeah, I mean, we're back to, I mean, so what? If you show that video to the average person, they'll just um, dismiss it. But why will they, are they dismissing it because it's it's too uncomfortable for them to bear? Because they just don't want to go down the rabbit hole or because they don't believe it? What's the, I, that, that, this goes back to my question before. What's the reason for the, what's the, what's the motivation for the, for them dismissing it? Because that's the, that's sure. the key thing there not they dismissed it but why right. are they dismissing right 
I mean, I don't know that there's one answer. I think it's probably a mix of everything you just mentioned. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But there will be there will be one or two that will have more weight than oh, the others. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And it's when it starts to go to the weight of they just don't want to consider the consequences that that's when things are going to go not good for you. Right. I think that probably is a big part of it. I mean, I think part of it is apathy. And certainly, I mean, if, quote, unquote, your side won, I mean, you certainly don't care. And if your side didn't win, I think at this point you look at it and you go, what can I do about it? But it's crazy because, I mean, this bidden government has been the absolute clown world oh, God, government yeah. par excellence, hasn't it? Right, yeah. I mean, God, how, how anyone can look at Bidden like walking around on the stage trying to shake hands with imaginary people and sniffing children. I mean, and then th- they, th- got, th- they got that, that got, they got the guy that looks like in Pennsylvania, I think it was, it looks like he's off the set of Young Frankenstein. And they elected him. He can barely utter it. He's, he's even more incoherent than Bidden. I think I saw a, a speech where Bidden was helping him. Oh, God. You know the guy I'm talking about? No, no, I don't. But I'm going to have to look this up now. Fucking hell. Holy crap. I just, he looks, he looks, oh, I could, I could find it. If I scroll through Gab, I could find it. I can't be fucked. Right. But, uh, yeah, the 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 guy the guy literally looks i've seen things on gab where they've got a shot of young frankenstein with the guy on stage frankenstein dressed up in a top hat and tails doing the dance yes and then i got a shot of this guy next to him and wow it's just like wow that's pretty accurate pretty accurate anyway all right well listen let's get off uh, the whole american um sure um so I, I, I was at the, I've been, I've had an afternoon of kind of doing some work on a business that I'm getting going here at home. I'm just working some stuff out on a contract and I got the fire going and I, I had my stew going. And about five o'clock, I was like, I just need to get out of the house. So I went down to a local bar, just have a beer, ended up being three or four beers because the locals were like, have another one, Adam. Hey! You can't hey. leave yet. Hey! hey. Um, it could actually be really hard to buy a drink in that bar, let me tell you. It can be very, very hard indeed. Um, but talking to a guy there, and he's a builder, nice guy, very nice guy actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he's he lives up in a in a Marzo. A Marzo is like a um, a converted mountain barn. So they these fantastic big old buildings that they then convert into these houses, which are awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and and I've actually got really lucky because I've managed to rent one myself. I'm moving in in a few weeks, Ooh. and um, it's fucking sensational, man. It's it's just amazing. I've got a whole bunch of land, so I'm planning on putting some sheepies on it, maybe some cowies, some moomoos, some oh. babas. Um, we'll see how it goes. Right. Uh, I've already uh, put my wood in for firewood for the winter it's a really nice spot but anyway so this guy's got a bed and breakfast and his wife runs the bed and breakfast and he was saying oh yeah the each of the room we got talking about it he says i've got three rooms each of them are themed then one's this theme and one's this theme and the, the last one's the the farmer theme 
I'm like the farmer theme. And in, in Italian, that's contadino. Contadino is like guy who works the land. Mm. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's got a hay bed. And I'm like, it's got a what? The bed's made of hay. So basically what oh. he's done is he's got, he's got it's, a, it's a matrimonial size bed. So uh, he's got on the floor, the base layer is, is four wooden pallets. Yeah? Okay. Just sitting on the floor. All right. And then he's got like eight square bales of hay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And then four pallets on top of that. And then the mattress. And he said he's had the same hay bales there for six years. And because it's raised up on the pallets, the air circulates and it's all fine. He says he's going to replace the bales in a couple of years. But he says it's a big... And apparently this is a big deal. Like people come from all over Europe to sleep in the, on the hay bed. Huh. Yeah? Okay. And it's been on TV. It's been on Japanese TV. It's been on Italian TV and all the rest of it. And I'm like, huh. Because I'm moving into my new place in a few weeks, and I need to get a bed. <laughs> there it is. And I was like, and he goes, "Yeah, you got the smell of the hay, and and it's really, it's got this uh, these vitamins or something in it." And people, everyone who sleeps in the room says that they've never had a better sleep. And I'm like, "Huh." And then he said, "Yeah, but so you got to be careful because very few people could be allergic to the hay, so you don't know." And I'm like. Huh. So I booked in tomorrow night. I'm staying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm staying in the hay room. Oh. Yeah? Yes. On the hay bed. All right. And if it if it works out if I'm not allergic and right. it's the best night's sleep I've ever had, then I'm I'm gonna get myself a hay bed. I love it. How's that? Yeah, no, it actually sounds great. I, at first, I thought you were going to that. There's just like a pile of hay, and people sleep in it. And I was preparing for that. But now that you've explained, I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. I could, yeah, I could believe that. Yeah. I would try that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds amazing. It he said he gets, he gets a huge amount of Germans, and they they just want to book the hay bedroom. Yeah, yeah, we want to sleep in the contadino. Hmm? Heil Hitler! <laughs> <laughs> now, but what if a Chinese marathon runner wanted to sleep there and wanted to smoke? Well, while he's in bed? I don't think I don't think he could light up in this bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, it's not a good idea to light up in bed anyway. But I think in a hay bed, you're cruising for a bruising. Let's put it that way. I don't think this is a good idea. It's like invading Russia. You know? Doesn't. Or land war in Asia. Eh, it's not going to go well. Eh. What could possibly go wrong? So, uh, yeah, tomorrow night I'm uh, going up to the, to the hay bed. Um, and if, that, if I don't, you know, come out with puffy eyes uh, on Friday morning, man, that's, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to get a hay bed, man. I'm going to get a hay bed. I think this is like, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, I've got to do that. Right. <laughs> No, I mean, I want to do it now, too. Uh, well, why don't you, man? It's just four pallets on the ground. Right. And then you've I got mean, your hay bales. Hay. And then the pallets on top. And then your mattress on top of that. That's it. Had I only known. Holy shit. 
maybe you could sell it to homeless people. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Two dollars, two dollars. I'll give you five dollars, man. Put it towards your hay bed. My what? Your hay bed, man. You got to get a hay bed. You're sleeping on the street. Everyone's got a hay bed. Anyone has anyone's got a hay bed. It's the new thing. Y'all come back now, you hear? And I'll have to sleep with uh, with like a, a piece of hay come stalk out of my mouth. And I'll have to tuck my thumbs into the front of my jeans. Waistbands there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just bend down with my knees and up again. And I'll have to learn how to yodel. Maybe I could do that for the next podcast. No? Or not. <laughs> I don't know. Depends how good you are at yodeling. Try it on yeah, try it I, on your podcast and see what happens. I think yodeling's one of those things that even when you're really good, no one wants to know you're, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I agree. I'm a really good yodeler. Awesome. Oh awesome. boy. <laughs> Taxi, check. I'll have to check. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll give you all a trip report on the blog on the hay bed. I'll take some photos and stuff and upload them. And... All right. Yeah. Yeah, that, sounds uh, I think I think and I think it'll be uh, a good pulling one for chicks. I mean, like in the seventies oh. they had water beds. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But now we've got that the hay bed. Yeah, this will be the new thing, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. So with the I water... wonder what rumpy. I wonder what Rumpy Pumpy's like on the hay bed. Yeah, so with a waterbed, you had motion in the ocean. So what would mm, it be mm. with a hay bed? Ooh. Get a lay in the hay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. good one, good one. Good one, nice, nice. Bad. Yeah, yeah. That's a good start. That's a yeah, good start. Yeah, it's a good start. A... It can get better, but that, that was a start. Yeah. Hang on a sec, I just got to put another, yeah. I got to put another bit of wood on the fire. It's right on. Go fire your wood. Wood your fire. Just don't put your wood in the fire. That'll hurt. That'd be about as bad as smoking in the hay bed. At least Adam's got a fire. I, God, I miss... I keep talking. Yeah, like I don't know how to talk. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Man, I miss my fireplace. Oh, do I miss my fireplace. This would be a great day for a fireplace. Stuck at home. Snow outside. It's about 35 degrees, whatever that translates into Celsius for you Europeans and non-Americans who, you know, aren't white women with four years of college and everything. But, yeah, this would be a great day for a fire. And, of course, Adam's making stew. Bastard. Now I'm hungry for stew. Though I do have some lovely sausage in the refrigerator and we'll cook up later from, there's a butcher down the road from me, Dakota Butcher. That makes some really good stuff, and their sausage is pretty freaking dank. So I got some sausage. I'm going to fire up. And that's probably going to be all I eat today because it's just going to be a, a day of eating a lot of meat. Not that kind nice. of meat. But Nice. Yeah. You're a fag. Yeah. 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 yeah fags. I had a joke. I was going oh. to tell it, but I can't remember it now. Yeah, I hate that. It's gone. 
Yeah. Nah, but... Okay. Doesn't matter. No. I know. Oh, I got it. Oh, great. So, so the FBI are mm-hmm. uh, having their annual intake, and uh, so all of the uh, all of the hopeful candidates, the cadets, are all there trying to pass all the tests. Mm. Yes. And they got the general knowledge test, which is held in a big auditorium, and there's like three or four hundred FBI agents, current FBI agents, all in there as spectators to see how the uh, hopefuls go. So the next hopeful comes up to the stage, and there's a big, uh, there's a big like lectern there, and there's the the guys, uh, the FBI bosses asking the questions, and he says. Uh, Shall I do an American accent? I suppose I'll have to, won't I? Pretty much. Uh, now then, uh, you, uh, you hopeful candidate, you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be my George Bush, uh, or okay. my uh, Bush, George Bush Senior. Yeah, there we go. Um, now, I just got to ask you a couple of questions here, and you got to get it, get it, you got to, you got to, you got to get the answer right. Okay. Okay, yes, yes. So I'm going to ask you a question here. Uh, two plus two equals how much? And the cadets, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he's thinking to himself, he's got to get this right, got to get this right. Hard question. He goes, six. And uh, three or four hundred FBI agents watching all chant in unison, give him another chance, give him another chance, like this, yeah? Okay. And the, uh, the, the boss there, the boss man says, well, you know, uh, that's, not, that's not exactly right there, young fella, but I uh, tell you what, uh, you seem to have a bit of support here in the room, so I'm going to give you another, I'm going to do what they say, I'm going to give you another chance. So can I ask you another question? I, are you ready? Are you ready there, young, young man? Yeah, yes, yes, I'm ready, boss. Okay, okay, so uh, i got another question here for you. Uh, let me just pull it out of my hat here. Uh, okay, oh, 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 it's, uh, oh. So, uh, two plus two equals how much? And the cadet's like, oh, fuck, not this one again. Oh, <laughs> all, these, all these guys watching. Oh. And he's thinking furiously to himself, and he goes, three! And around the room comes the chant in unison. Give him another chance. Give him another chance. Well, 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 young fella, I got to say that, that that answer was not quite correct. So, uh, but I tell you what, we're going to give you one final, one final shot at the title here. So, uh, are, are you one last, one last chance? I, 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 uh, are, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay. Let me. Let me pull another one here out of the house. Oh my! Oh my lord! You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh lord! You wouldn't believe what this. Okay, okay, okay. Everyone, calm down, calm down. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it out for you now. Okay, so, can you give me, young fella? Can you give me the answer to the following question? Uh, two plus two equals how much? And the cadet's like, oh, for fuck's sake. In his head, of course. He's not saying this out loud. He's like, God. And he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know the answer. He doesn't know the 
And then he blurts out, four! Give him another chance. Give him another chance. <laughs> there you go. That's All right. That's good. <laughs> I think my American accent was pretty good on that one, though. No, that, that was, was good George Bush. That singer, was very entertaining. Yes, that was good. Well then, uh, well, uh, I tell you what, Greg, one is a, is a great, it's a great pleasure to be here with you and all of your listeners this evening in the wonderful state of uh, South Dakota, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, uh, God bless, God bless you all, and uh, if uh, if Missy is listening, uh, I I didn't mean to rape you. It was all a mistake. I'm, I meant I meant to rape your sister. She's much, much better looking. Much better looking. There we go. Anyway, that was my joke. It was actually an Italian joke. I had to change it from Carabinieri uh, to uh, FBI. Sure. But, all right. Yeah, I think it, I think I think it translates okay. Yeah, I think it did too. That worked out very well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm sure all the listeners were rolling in the aisles. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I I actually made up a list of talking points. Yeah. So I had Chinese guys smoking. Uh, we've done that one. And then I had uh, the stuff on the blog about the people who took the vax and yep. pretend to be on our side. Then I had the U.S. election one. Yep. And then I had a bit on the FTX crypto. That, yep. That's all the talking points I had. That's all you got. So what talking Jeez. points have you got? That's all you brought, Adam. That's it? Oh, God. Oh, and the, and the hay bed. Oh, the hay bed. Well, all right, that one's worth like three talking points. So... We can that that gets you over the hump. I don't have very many talking points because I never do. I will throw out these two things. I did listen to your previous podcast. I thought you had some really good points in there between you and the guy. Oh, with Tony. Yeah, Tony. That was that was pretty good. Uh, um, that is a good guy. Yeah. And any uh, any points in particular, or are you just points in general? You're saying. Well, I mean the whole. I mean, yeah, yeah. You guys started off with some Christian or Catholicism, rather related stuff, which you know, it's it, it's there, and I listen to it and everything. But then beyond that, you guys got into the stuff about happiness, and then you're talking about Rouge, and then you're talking about getting your shit together, and you're talking about how it's the man having a mission that makes it possible for the man to have a family, and the lack of mentors, and all of that stuff. That whole that I thought all of that was just genius and completely dead on. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was, I think, yeah, really I forgot good. that we spoke about, about, um, uh, that, that article of Roosters. Yes. The 33, uh, so whatever. The 33 bad signs in women. I can't yeah. remember what the fuck it was. Right. Right. right yeah. He always I, trots out a number in his yes. articles. You know, that's, so. that's good for your SEO rankings. Yes. It's the clickbait. Yeah. Right. It's the clickbait. Yeah. Thing. But the whole, I mean, there's, um, for instance, there's a couple of sites on my feed 
that still do the whole analyze women. And I just, I can't even read that stuff anymore. I, I, I can't even bring myself to read it. Right. I, 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 I look, I look at it now as, as completely feminine, uh, men running around furiously typing on the internet, trying to work out what women are thinking. Uh, I, no, no, really. No, no, no. I'm, really. I'm laughing out of agreement. I mean, yeah, I, you I, know, just... I still like, I still, you know, I, I still like make fun of them and shit like that. But, but you're right. I mean, sitting around, oh, here's what women are thinking. No, it is. It is ridiculous. And when, even when I do it myself, I know it's, be, I'm being ridiculous. It is. Yeah. And, and it's there's like this, there's some, there's some sites out there that, that that's all they can do. That's it. That's all they've got, you know, and it's just this back and forth stuff. Like you remember Dalrock's blog, yeah? Yes, I've read some of his stuff. Really good stuff, but he didn't, he, he, he took it from the perspective of more of what, uh, as a man, just how you need to na navigate, yeah? Yeah. Not, not trying to work women out. Yes. This whole trying to work yes. work women out thing is is beyond belief, you know. Yes. Yeah. No. I. Yeah, I totally. And I ha I had Tony here, and I don't think he'd mind me saying this, but we were talking, you know, off air, obviously, just because mm -hmm. he was here for a few days. And one one of the subjects was chicks. And you know he's trying to he's trying to he's a young guy he's trying to work work this stuff out um and i said to i said to him listen man at the end of the day if you act like a monk don't be surprised if if you're going to be a monk mm -hmm. you know because chicks aren't going to magically roll up to your door it's right. not it's not how it works for 99.9 percent .9 of men it's just you've got to go out there and you've got to go out there and just try and slay them that's it that's it you just got to go out there and yes. try and slay them that's that's what you do with girls and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't right and your care factor has to be pretty close to zero, zero. and then you're okay yeah you know? that's it that's right. it that's everything's there that's it that's it yeah that's it no you're right because yeah people want to they, they want to work them out and and puzzle it out and find the key or whatever it's like no you just got to go out there and do stuff there's no work. Well, and this is the whole thing is like this, these guys who do this are just projecting their, uh, their own behavior on, onto, onto women in some sort of forlorn hope They they're trying to rationalize women as if women are rational creatures and yes. they're not right. They, they just rationalize their behavior. That's yes. all women do. Right. Um, and, and I just, I can't even, I can't even bring myself to read it anymore. I can't even, I, I won't even get two words in. I might, I'll just read the title of a post and my <laughs> eyes, will, eyes will glaze over. I just can't, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Right. I can't do it. And, and like Roosh's thing with the 33 bad traits of chicks, really, you had to write an article to tell me that if she's covered in tattoos, it's probably not a good idea. Right. And you know what? You know what? Even then, even then, like one of my best friends in Italy, one of my best friends, his wife is awesome. Uh, she is just absolutely to die for. 
gorgeous um um any any guy that I know on this side of the internet divide would, would give his left nutsack <laughs> to be with this chick, not just based on her looks, but on 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 her personality, on how she treats her man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And she's covered in tattoos. Right. Not outwardly. You, know, you wouldn't know it unless she took her clothes off. Mm. Don't ask me how I know that. Okay. Um. But. Um. But the point is, is that. If you go through your life trying to live life by the set definition it's, it's, rules, right, with your checklist, if, got, if the checklist, you know, and, it's like, you know, if she's if she's slept with this or if she's done that or bad behavior this or, first of all, who are you on your high horse, you fucking Puritan moron? B. It's our job to it's our job to win them round. It's our job to win them round, you know. Right. And and I know that you don't want to hear this, but the best way to do this is with Catholicism. And if I'd done that with my ex-wife, if I'd done that with my ex-wife, she probably wouldn't have been an ex, you know. Right. So, but you can. I'll 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 just leave that one hanging sure, sure, there, sure. like a corpse dangling, yeah. a lynched man dangling from a tree. Right. Well, and you know, I don't want to say you you shouldn't have any standards, but I'll also say that, like you just said about your friend's wife with the tattoos, I mean, there is there are a small number of exceptions to every quote unquote rule. That's what makes the rule the rule. But you, yeah, you do have to. I think you do have to be open to the exceptions. And again, th- this is the woman behavior. I don't know about in Europe and stuff, but in America, of course, we have the thing. All the women are looking for the sixes, and that's their checklist. Yeah, yeah. And if you ain't got the sixes. Yeah. You know, they just discount you out of hand. And I think yeah. as men, again, have standards and stuff, but at the same time, don't just, oh, she's got a bunch of tattoos. I'm going to automatically dismiss her. I mean, well, you could go over there and talk but to the her thing first. Is, well, the thing is, I mean, the sixes for me, I think those are really good. And I'm really happy that women take that point of view because uh, women who are after the sixes, Mm-hmm. Uh, which is obviously six packs, six figures, and six feet, uh, and six inches. I think it was as well. And six uh, months out of your last relationship. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, that's that's another one. There's six sixes. I can't remember what the other one is offhand. But... What's six months out of your last relationship? What's that mean? Well, she like, she she doesn't want you on the rebound. Because, see, you might be just fucking her because you're rebounding from your last girlfriend. See, you're supposed to be over your last girlfriend and you've moved on. And now oh, you're ready okay. for a serious relationship. So, yeah, you right, need to be okay. six months past mm. your last piece of ass. Okay, right. Um, okay. I Let me repeat. Uh, I'll reiterate. I yeah. really like the whole six thing because... It plainly identifies women who are living for the outside world and for mm. the material world, Un- ungodly women. So uh, women who do that, right. absolutely fine. That's and, and go and do what you want to do. I don't. You don't have to be be around me. You know that's that's that's, that's completely fine. Here in Italy, though, we don't have that so much. I've met some. I've I've been in Italy now four months. Hang on, August, September. Yeah, coming up to four months. Not four months yet. Three and a half months. I met some great chicks. Really lovely. Um, haven't jumped into anything yet, but 
Perhaps there's some really nice girls and, you know, just get to know them, you know. Girls, girls are just insecure. That's what girls are. And it oh, doesn't yeah. matter how old they are. No. It doesn't matter how old they are. Absolutely Just not. tell them they look beautiful. Yeah, you look really beautiful today, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Unless you're in America and you tell them that at work, and then you have to go to the HR department and attend well, a five-hour lecture. You, you don't. You don't try and hook up with chicks at work ever. You never. Oh, you no, never I agree. Your own nest. No. That's been a, that's been a rule for 30, 30 years. That, that's been a rule since I was eighteen. Never. That's what, right. I, someone told me that when I was eighteen. Don't shit in your own nest. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean these these sites and these. Guys that keep banging on about, I mean, Cappy makes fun of it and how, how to get the girls, but, right. <laughs> but these guys, it's just, it's, it's enough, enough already. Yes. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Yes. Just right. the manosphere is over. The manosphere, I tell you what we can call this episode. The manosphere is over, over episode. episode. I like it. I'll write that down. The Manosphere is over episode. It is. Really, it is. It really is. I mean, I think you and I have both said this multiple times in multiple ways. At this point, the Manosphere is just repeating themselves, and they're just repeating stuff that every man alive knew a thousand years ago. Yeah. It, it, it's just it's just circular. <clears throat> you know, the example I always use when I – talk on this topic is uh, there's this guy he's on youtube he's called joker he's a better bachelor and he you know he's got relevant points and yada it very but it's just most of his videos are just girls are poopy heads hey guys look here's another girl and she's overweight and she's on the online dating and she says she wants a man who's a millionaire look girls are yes joker i mean you're right about what you're saying but my god you have seven thousand videos on youtube about girls are poopy heads how many more it's fucking videos do we need? I've never, well, it's I've never seen this guy or anything about him, but obviously right. it's just it's just a job at this point, isn't it? And no, it is. Yes, and that's how, how he makes money, and that yeah, yeah, and that's why the manosphere is over because it's not a source of wisdom anymore. It's just a job. Anyone he's anyone going who to work. Serious. Anyone who was serious in the manosphere moved on to Christianity. That's that's what happened there. But some of them can't even hold on. Can't can't let go of it. Roosh can't let go of it. Um, I think I think I think Roosh is autistic. That's the only thing I can work out from here. That's I, I'm not I'm not I'm not being facetious. I'm no, being, no, I'm I know being, you're not. It's I mean, I'm being yeah. complete. I, I I genuinely think the yeah. guys the guys autistic. No, I think, I, I think the best thing for Roosh will be if he can just become a monk and and hide himself away for the rest of uh, eternity. Uh, and that's that's not me bagging on him. I I, I yeah. really think that I, I just yeah. You know, I, I just off the top of my head, I think the best thing for Roosh would be if he'd become a monk, okay, and write all this stuff down, and then give it to a really good editor who would condense it. Because we've talked about this before. Roosh makes some damn good observations here and there. That's why I read all his books. If some, if he just needs a really good editor to take all of this and condense it down, so it's not thirty-three things. It's just, 
you know, his observations, like his one about go to a city, go to the public library. How many homeless people are in the public library? That will tell you what you need to know about the city. Stuff like that. It's very perceptive. Great, great observations. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that um, everything that Rouge is doing is, is shit. The opposite. Oh, no, of no, not at all. A lot of the stuff he writes is on point and on topic. What I'm, yes. point, what I'm pinpointing is this whole fucking, you know, um, this whole, I mean, guys talking about chicks when you're 16, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I get it. Fair enough. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. But come on. Enough already. Yes. I mean, once you, once you hit a certain number of double digits, right. it's, to, it's time to let it go. Yeah. Because either you're beating a dead horse or you just haven't worked it out and you never will. Yeah. Because right. if, you, if you haven't worked this stuff out by a certain age, you know, you're not going to work it out. And the thing is, what is there to work out? You know, I mean, God laughs at our pride. I got I got hit over the head with a pride bat when I got divorced. Didn't see that mm-hmm. one coming. Right. You know, I mean, there's you're constantly learning. that mm-hmm. This is the paradox. Because I say on the one hand, if you haven't got it by a certain age, let it go. But on the other hand, you, we're always learning. I'm always working things out. Right. You never stop learning. But the thing is, is that basically by running around trying to an- overanalyze yes. women and how they were, you, 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 it's just, it's just push it. You, it's putting the pussy on the pedestal. That's all it's doing. That's right. all it's doing. Yeah. And I think to an extent too, it, it's like, it's over intellectualizing it and not putting in enough action. It's like instead of just sitting around with your friends talking about girls, yeah, it's like, okay, go out with your friends and you look over there and you see a girl, walk the fuck over there and talk to her. Don't discuss with your friends, hey, which of the 33 points? Does she does she see any of the 33 yeah. points? Does it, okay, oh. I got a checklist. All right, what should I say for my opener? How? Which direction should I point my foot when I speak? Just walk the fuck over there, talk to her. And something will happen and then go back to your friends and don't even fucking mention it. Just go back as, hey, guys, I'm back. Let me finish my beer. And that's the thing is those those 33 uh, points that Roosh had that were not good. You, <laughs> I, I, I read. I write. I read through all of them because I was just so. Right. Actually, I read that, like, too. It was like. It was like trying to trying to tear your eyes away from a train yes. wreck. Yeah. But yep. the thing is, you could disqualify any woman on earth with those thirty-three. Points. Oh, absolutely. Any woman on earth. Yep. You could disqualify with those thirty-three points. Right. So have fun being alone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah, it's absolutely true. Like I said, that's what I say. I don't want to say don't have standards, but my God, don't let your standards be so ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. I mean, like, you know, temperance is a virtue. Temperance means, uh, for those who you know don't know what 
temperance means. It basically means... Um, um, oh, for fuck. Mod- moderation. I've drunk too much red wine and beer. <laughs> um, and you've got this whole 33 points of where... This is, this is just extreme. This is just way over on one side of the... I don't know which side it is. But it's on one side of the thing. Right. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was a good chat with Tony. It was. And, really um, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully some more people listen to it. It's a surprisingly low number of uh, listens, I think, because I just right. left it too long between drinks on the old podcast. No, well, you get that. But, uh, but um, I think the last podcast I did was the one with you and Cappy. Um, oh well, you did your you did that thing on YouTube. That was ah, uh, that was that was on the Kurgan's channel. Yeah, though. that was Kurgan, right? I watched yeah. I watched that also. But I guess oh, he's, you, a, he's an you, interesting guy. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. I, he kept yeah. trying to get you married off and have some kids. Yeah, it's like come yeah. on, Adam, you need well, five children. <laughs> like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, says the man with five children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the yeah. crab pulling you back down in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hey, hey. Oh, I've had, uh, I have had uh, a bunch of the village ladies trying to marry me off since I've been here. I mean, me, me rocking into this. This is a town of like 300 people. This has been like a big deal, you know. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I did a, um, I played a gig the other way halloween oh hey um i did my because i picked up my guitars and everything all my stuff from the netherlands so i got all my guitars my amps speakers blah 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 microphones all that sort of stuff had it all there and it's the first time i've had it in two years it was uh well i actually haven't unpacked everything because i'm waiting to move into my main place and the place i'm living in now is is really really small so everything's just sitting up in the attic um but I've unpacked a little bit of shit. But th- this is stuff I packed away two years ago before I was going to Saudi, and uh, it's it's like it's it's going to be like Chris- in fact it's going to be my Christmas is going to be unpacking all my stuff. <gasps> right, you find yeah. all the things that you forgot you had. Yeah. Yes, anyway, oh, yeah. Anyway, I know anyway, how that works. so. Um, there's a local little bar here, and there's a there's a, a chick who runs it. She's really lovely. And she found out that I played guitar a bit, and she was like, "Oh, could you do you want do you want to do a little gig for Halloween?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, no worries." And uh, it was leading up to it, and I was like, "Fuck, when was the last time I actually played a played a gig?" And it was 2010, mm. so it was just like 13 years ago was the last <laughs> time I actually. I was just like, "Fucking hell!" Mm. Um, but uh, but did the gig. And it went off. I played for like two and a half hours straight. Um, and the the place was heaving at the seams. And uh, let's just say that it went it went it went really well. Um, but yeah, the, the local the local uh, you know blue rinse brigade have been trying to marry me off <laughs> since I've been here. So I had one on. I went. I went to the market on Saturday, and there's a, a lovely lady there, and I think she's like she's about to turn seventy. She's very nice, and she mm-hmm. she always grabs my arm 
my upper arm in like a death clinch <laughs> grip of hell. Right. And what? And like for like two or three minutes, it's not like for like five or ten seconds. So like two or three minutes, and I think she stands five foot nothing. Um, and uh, and she used to be the pharmacist, so she knows everybody. Oh. And she was like standing with a bunch of people. She's like, "Oh, Adam, you know, I, I I sorted out this marriage, and I sorted out. Do you want me to sort you out with someone?" I just went, "No." <laughs> I said, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you do, I've got a list of 33 Three points. Things, right? I mean, <laughs> and she better bloody well measure up to them. <laughs> the thing, if you read through Bruce's list, okay. if you read through okay. Bruce's list, Oh, the points aren't wrong, okay? Okay. They're not wrong, yeah? But if you follow that, you're going to discount every woman on earth. So what does that tell you? Women aren't perfect, you morons. <laughs> Fuck. Unicorns don't exist. Yes, no, they don't. I've been saying that for years. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh. That's good. So, uh, what do you reckon? How long have we been going? Has that been a good amount of time for the for the listeners? Hour and oh, about hour, 15 minutes? Yeah, about there. 20 minutes, something like that? Yeah. I, th- I think they've they may have had enough. I mean, uh, you know, they'll be clamoring for more soon. But that's the thing—you want to leave them wanting more. <coughs> you got to leave them wanting more. Leave them wanting more. That's it. So yeah. Dave Capel did. Have you do, have you heard about the Dave Capel thing? Uh, no. So Dave Capel is a comedian here in the United States. Yeah, I know who Dave Capel is. Oh, good. Well, I didn't. How the fuck would I know? I don't keep up with the shit. Anyway, I only just now found out that he's black, which is semi-relevant. So you know that, you may or may not know, that Kanye West... Yeah, yeah. The Jews. The Jews. So Dave Capel did a a comedy bit on Saturday Night Live, which apparently people still watch Saturday Night Live. And the, the rumor is that he actually performed live something he didn't perform that they didn't know was coming and dave said that if you want to he learned in business that if you want to be successful there's two words that you do not say in succession the and jews and so (laughs) you may not believe this adam but the jews are in a fucking rage no no yes yes I have not watched yeah, the whole. Yeah, I gotta watch whole, this. So the whole. What's the guy's name? I can't even pronounce his name. You mentioned before, Kane. Come on, what is his name? Okay, um, Kwanin. Oh, Con- Kanye. Con- Kanye. Kanye. I think that's how. You, I don't. I barely know who he is. I think I he's know. a rapper. I don't even fucking yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. But the fact oh. is that is that he said, "Ah, oh, the Jews yes. control everything," and then he got everything cancelled. Right. It's like, well, well, gee. Uh, well, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, obviously the Jews are completely powerless. 
I tell you what, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that normies are starting to pick up on this one. Actually, I think they've gone, they've gone way too far. I think you, you, you would have thought that they'd gone way too far with the lampshades and the soap, but, uh, but uh, they've managed, they've managed to quietly walk away from that one sideways, like a crab scuttling along the beach. But uh, they just can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. Nah. You know. So, you know, you know. If only there'd been gas chambers. If only. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fantasy. Uh, anyway. Um, but uh, so has, uh, has Dave Chappelle been cancelled? I, I, I'm not really sure. Because mm. I, I, I'm not up on the news. Yeah. So I'll, I'll the two it, words you can't mention it. is the Jews. Right. Just don't say the Jews, and everything will. Be well, okay. I was actually I was actually talking to uh, someone I'm quite close with the other day because we were talking about the whole FTX meltdown on the crypto mm. front, and I said, "Yeah, isn't it isn't it funny that they're all from uh, everyone involved with this has been from one ethnic persuasion?" <laughs> and he was like, "What? What do you mean?" And I went, "Oh, the Jews." And it was just like. <laughs> Say that no, <laughs> but I did. It was the Jews. It was the Jews. <laughs> oh my God! Yep. Oh Hitler! Oh. Ah, you gotta love him. Gotta. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we end on that? Yeah, let's let's get this over with. I think. So what was the, what were we calling this? The manosphere is dead. Episode was that what we were the calling? Manosphere this is one? Over. Or Manosphere is over. The Manosphere is over. Episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's jolly good. Yeah. And yeah. uh, cool. So all listen, right. you can check out all my stuff at Pushing Rubber Downhill. You can check out all the great ones at Cynical Libertarian Society, which is sarcasm because he's not really libertarian because we all know what they're like and uh it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him and uh thanks for playing the game and uh we'll uh, catch you later on the flip side